This is Navigate with ID Enang. Good afternoon, Uncle ID. I have missed that so much. <laughs> missed you, Uncle uh, Well, friends, uh, it's good to be here live and... Um, it tells you that I need to make a few announcements before we get into the business of the day. Um, I'm grateful to God for the gift of life that I did see and also grateful to MTN for sponsoring this program. It just tells you that um, we're making good progress and you as um, distinguished listeners need to begin to shift into a, a space where uh, you are much better than you were. And so um, just to give you a sense that a flavor the format of the program I did announce would change. And, um, you know, apart from the the issues around the bridge, most of you know that I'm not like if he, I don't stay in VGC or Banana Island or VI. Um, I, I stay on the mainland. I remain main to the land. Um, I'm not Isle, in the Isle of Man. Um, if he and Koa are on this side, we only come here to do that which we've done. And that which we, we always do. But uh, here's what I want to say to you. That in the course of a month, I will have a live, I'll be here live maybe twice at the minimum. So twice a month. And these are the reasons I'm, I'm being honest with you. Number one, I think it's time, you know, given the feedback I'm getting from a lot of people, we are moving away from uh, uh, taking a different level of engagement where we are moving into a classroom lecture mode when i say classroom i'm not the teacher teaching you all the holy spirit is our teacher but i'm saying that people need to begin to take notes and then we'll begin to have a place where we can ask questions move the engagement from the standpoint of the things you're learning you're applying them and you actually need a vehicle to ask questions so that it's a lot better than my coming and we spend 15 minutes you call in you do x you do y yes that can but may not be as much as what you're going to learn reason i'm saying so for the next two months and beyond possibly i'm going into a serious dimension of business so we're going to be talking business february march and if need be we can extend it because a lot of people are in that space and people are groping in the dark and they need some form of direction so i'm changing the format largely because of that so you're going to have me you know present and present all the way through without any questions on the program so i'm not going to pull up all of the normal bells and whistles and tell you today you're going to call in twitter no it's not going to happen we're just going to stay focused on it and when i come in on days I want to have an open mic, I'll let you know. And so it's important that you actually follow me on my social media handles to know the nature of the time we're going to have those open mic uh, programs. But going forward, it's going to be strict end-to-end and we'll just have the content you know, delivered so we can learn and begin to have stuff to chew on and act on. That's one. Number two, reason. Coming over on this side, you know, it's quite a challenge. Now, for four years, for four years, by the grace of God, God has given me the grace to be able to appear here live twice every week. It's been a sacrifice of its own nature. Mm. You don't know what it is. Last night or this morning, I slept at 2 a.m. to prepare the content for today. Um, having had a, a board meeting or board committee meeting that lasted till about 11 p.m., 
before I started focusing on my own. Those are my own internal dues that you don't see on the back end. Now, I am taking on some additional responsibilities. Last month, I was privileged to, you know, be uh, nominated or elected or appointed the chairman of one of, of a board that I found myself in somehow. Young people that just coerced me, and next minute I knew, the entire other directors appointed me uh, to be chairman. Now, I'm having each of those responsibilities being saddled on me. And then with some of those responsibilities that have come and a few others to my alma mater to my local assembly a lot of it is coming there's a convergence i don't want to come on air and start telling you i'm a member of x number of boards but trust me guys it's quite a lot and i need to reset myself to format it and be efficient and effective so i cannot continue on that same role it was four years ago three years ago two years ago a year ago Things have got to change, and adaptability is the name of the game. So I want you to understand that and then be able to flow with it. In line with that, as a third announcement, I would like a situation where you start taking note of your action points and what you do. Then you can send in proper, proper questions that are reflective of what you're going through, either in your career, your business, your family, whatever area that we've been talking about are key priorities. Now, I'm going to take all of those questions and I will find a special Saturday which we will either hang out on one of the platforms. We will take a platform and I will respond to as many of those questions, maybe maximum 90 minutes, 60 to 90 minutes. I will dedicate that time so I can answer to those questions that you have set in and they must be sent to navigatewithid.com. You go to the website and then be able to share those things that you have as questions coming out you're doing. Don't just give me a question from the blues. You must state the same way what you're going through, the nature of the problem, give the statement of the problem, what you have done to tackle the problem and where you think you need help. So it could be my humble self or any member of my faculty or team that will be able to support you. But one thing is an answer you will get by the grace of God. I just trust God for that wisdom and also to have the wherewithal in terms of time to be able to effectively support your agenda. So at the end of the day, we are moving in the same and the right direction with focus and with some form of dexterity. I've taken the time to explain it because I do not want people to just assume, oh, things have changed. Not many people will hear this. I'll try to reiterate it in the days to come. But please know ye that going forward, the train has left the station and the format has changed. The format has changed. It remains what it is, but you're not going to have me have that golden opportunity of opening the phone lines every Tuesday and Thursday. Thanks to MTN that is providing the platform for us to learn for us to share let us make the best use of it so we'll spend the time quality time i'll be able to put the notes together you know whatever i have taken you can now take it out go work on it and when you have issues come back with the right statement of the problem telling me what you have done and why you are in that space and what help you may require to get you out of that whatever or you are stepping into a new terrain what is this terrain about this is what i've done don't come asking me this is what i want to do 
I am not going to answer you. So I'm going to be very strict with the questions. Some I will junk, some I will talk about, some I will share. So in the interest of all of us moving in the same direction, friends, let's make the best or let's make hay while the sun is shining. And by the grace of God, we will get to that place called there. On that note, I'm going to start a series. And the theme for this series is acquiring business acumen. Acquiring business acumen. I see a lot of people are jumping into all manner of businesses. Today, Instagram. Tomorrow, Instagram. Tomorrow, Polygram. Whatever gram you're gramming, friends, you can start off, kick off a plane. But if you don't maintain a certain altitude, you will crash. And so I'm going to try to go through a full business series. In this whole series, um, I trust God, we're going to touch on several aspects. I'll get you how you're going to develop your marketing plan, get you to understand the financial plan, get you to understand how your business plan can come together, what it will almost, quote and unquote, you know, business on radio. And that's what I want to do in the next couple of months so that we can strengthen some of you, the fiber you're working with, the muscles will get right. But you have the work to do. If you don't do it, then don't ask. It is when you do it and you have challenges, you ask. While doing it, then you get answers and you get better. And so on that pedestal, I'm starting with this whole dimension. So I'll I'll have a a short intro and it's quite a long one uh, because I'm going to get into a place where you need to assess your entrepreneurial profile. And the question is, do you have what it takes? But before I get there, let me set the tone by saying, acquiring business acumen, or as the word goes, you wonder, we hear people talk about acumen, acumen. What does acumen mean? Acumen is the ability to make good judgment and take quick decisions. So imagine if you acquire the skill of having the good judgment around business, you will not, you will just be smoking, you know, in every sense. Now, business acumen also has other synonyms. So, for example, business savvy, when they say someone is savvy, business savvy, or the person has business sense, that is more relatable. Business sense and business savvy are often used interchangeably with business acumen. So, when you hear me talk about you acquiring business acumen. I'm saying I want in the next couple of months that you will acquire some business sense. And what does it mean to have business sense? It is keenness and quickness in understanding and dealing with a business situation. It involves risks and opportunities in a manner that is likely to lead to a good outcome. I've said to you guys on this program before that there's something called predictable progress there is also predictable outcomes that you cannot sit down and say it is impossible for it to happen. Then you are lying to yourself. There are outcomes that are predictable. There are outcomes that are, uh, and and there are, you know, sitting back with what you initiate, you'll have what I call predictable progress. So what are the examples of some of this business acumen skills? Or you may call it business sense skills. Number one, is the ability to focus. Many of us do not have that ability. And if it's a skill, you want to be in business, stay focused. Listen, friends, you're having me here. 2015, I resigned from L'Oreal. 
from three companies I manage for L'Oreal across the region. And I, I step back to my first love, which is around building people or helping building people, individuals, organizations, and businesses to levels of productivity. This is my life purpose. But one thing I had to do, I had to focus. Have I been tempted? Have I been offered? Have I been wood? I mean, I left, I left the saddle at 49. I was 49 in 2015. I was not yet 50 when I walked away. And I've told you guys, it was just because I was clear in what I needed to do. But it, it pleased God to have taken me through all of the experiences I had. I was privileged. Early 30s in my life, I was running 39 countries in Africa. It's a rare privilege. I've worked for great organizations, great great businesses. I mean, Guinness, you can't toy with. Elf, Petroleum Den, you can't toy with. Cadbury, you can't. Or the Coca-Cola company, or is it Samsung, who's a giant. Samsung is a giant. I manage five business units as managing director and L'Oreal. Beauty. So when I look at the world of my career, my journey, and then today I'm sitting in a space, I'm saying, hey, I want to be focused. So that focus needs to stay. And the affinity to solve problems is a second skill. A third one is understanding a business model. Many of you don't understand that getting into business means you must have a business model. The business model, you must understand it. Otherwise, you're going on a frolic of your own. And the fourth one for me, I didn't reel out this long list, but it's about learning the financials. Financials are key. At the end of the day, it's about the numbers. Numbers speak in business. And if you don't understand numbers, get someone that gets it. Otherwise, you become a smoking gun. It would have smoked your entire life. And afterwards, you see that you worked for nothing. So what are the key indicators of business sense? Or you may call it business acumen. Central to it are four key elements, friends. Number one, the ability to plan through strategic thinking. Someday in the course of this series, I'm going to take you through strategic thinking. And I'll give you practical examples. In the course of my career, even with corporate shepherds, it takes a strategic thinker to be able to bring about a life. Because if you're not thinking, you've not started. Thinking is a process that enacts a lot of things to go into process. Number two, an understanding of all areas of a business or the operations and how they are interconnected. If you do not have this sense of the interconnectedness, of the operations of a business, that in itself tells you don't have business sense. So whatever you're doing now, um, you know, supply chain is an example end to end. From the time you source, from the time you source to the time you produce and the time someone pays for that same thing that you have produced until somebody pays for that thing that you source for the ingredient. Brother, sister, you've not done jack. So you must understand the interconnectedness. Number three, the third indicator of business sense is recognition of the financial elements of the business. And finally, being able to make decisions to maneuver a business through the appropriate strategy. Permit me at this point to, you know, step into a, a place that you'd find useful. And it's about taking on a subject you and I will always run away from. Assessing 
to assess your entrepreneurial profile. Many of you are jumping up and down, and I'm an entrepreneur. I have a little, one of my old boys, a daughter, happens to be, she's there in the U.S., you know, and um, the father called me and said, ID, I can't think of any other person to mentor my daughter, but you have to help me mentor her. And this young lady, we've had three, four sessions via Zoom. The latest conversation we had was on Sunday. And then she has a partner. She's a co-founder of this business. And uh, the other partner is here in Nigeria. And the young lady is living large somewhere in Lekki. But there's no clue. And there she's sitting because this other lady, my, my friend's daughter, has worked for some top companies. Okay, she's doing so well. She's taking her on as a co-founder. They've done some of the usual writing here and there. But the first question I asked my my friend's daughter was, do you have it in writing? She said, yes. But I said, does a person have the spirit and the letter of business? She didn't understand me. And then two, three weeks after, she's telling me, Uncle ID, I need to... Uh, the relationship has gotten toxic. I said, I saw it from day one. So the question I'm asking you, I want you to assess your entrepreneurial profile. You need to assess it. So the big question is, do you have what it takes? This is not about young people. It, it's for everybody. Because the situation and where we are right now, on Okon Woja, nobody one road and they take enter market. Now look at me. I'm, I'm sitting here sharing what I... I would know what I would also learn from you. But seriously speaking, it is tough to be able to keep that focus. I'm telling you. And so I'm telling you, but you must keep the focus. If you don't, you'll be out of it in no time. So once you have started thinking about kicking off a business, you need to start thinking about your own role in it. But many of us don't think about our role. We start thinking about the money or the prestige that will come from it. And that's where we miss it. So I'm going to ask you a question. Are you the right type of person to make a success of a new venture? If you're not, then don't go. Being an entrepreneur comes with a great deal of emotions, or in some cases, a great deal of romance. Psychological romance. A lot of us are romantic with, oh, no, I like, I'm an entrepreneur. Some of, you know, young people today are just... Jumping around, I mean, go to Lekki, you'll just see all manner of things. When I say things, you'll just be wondering, not human beings. I'm saying you're going to see businesses start tomorrow and they crash next day. Why? Because they are balloons. Helium, some of them are high and it could be as little as something cheap, like gum. Why? It's a romance, it's a feeling. Oh, my friend and I are teaming up. We are beginning to sell. Uh, during um, NSAS, we had all manner of businesses. Oh, during the lockdown. Oh, where are they today? It was a psychological romance, friends. The truth is, not everyone has the aptitude for business or to be an entrepreneur. Let's get that clear. Being an entrepreneur comes with some general personality traits. So, if the following lists that i'm about to share with you coming from what i call my my own business bible and it seems to fit your personality you may have what it takes friends so follow me and i want you to personalize it because i'm not going to be saying oh are you persistent no 
I'm going to tell you what I am because that's what has kept me. I mean, do you know, I was telling um, someone, a friend of mine, and I said, listen, yeah, we're having a conversation last night. And I said, from 2015 to date, I've had offers. You know, some great companies have asked me to come take on the role to be CEO of a region or XYZ. But I always ask them one question. And the question is, it's going to be on my terms. And they look at me and say, but ID, how are we going to make this work? I said, that's your problem, not mine. You are the one that wants me. And that's the truth. See, I've gotten to the point, and you, you know, he was telling me, he said, a lot of people will say, ah, but boy, it's you, but they don't understand. No, sorry. I can say this with every amount of grace and glory to God. I have coveted no man's gold. I have coveted no man's silver. I am what I am by the grace of God. I worked my time through corporate and still working. Not one man can come out and say, ID shortchanged me, stole from me, did a deal with me, or this is going to deal with it. Whether I was in Cook, whether I was in Cadbury, if you know of anyone, please come on this program one day and say it, time, space, occasion, and spell it out. I give you the latitude. Guinness, Cadbury, Coca-Cola, L'Oreal, Samsung. If you know of anyone that tells you that he and I did any deal, backhand, bent, bent hand, leg stand, whatever form, come and say it. And I dare such a person to come. Come and say it on air. I'm not telling you that I'm the... I'm a perfect man. No, God forbid, but I'm telling you that it takes something for you to stand with credibility and reputation. If you protect it, you keep it. So I'm pushing you to understand that there are personality traits and listen to me as I list five of them and speak to yourself because you need to find out, are you made of something in the form of an entrepreneur? So say to yourself, I am persistent with a great deal of drive and stamina. I see problems as opportunities. I am persistent. I have a good intuitive sense and thrive on new ideas. Is that you? That's one trait. Second trait, I tend to rebel against authority. Now, no, this is not about government, but it's talking about today there's a space. Uber, Airbnb, you know, disruption. I tend to be disruptive against the status quo. That's what I mean by authority. You know, there are some things I'll say, ah, taxi drivers at some point, the yellow cabs in Lagos become an authority. But Uber just came in and life became so easy. Now there are more Uber cars than yellow cabs. That's what I mean. So I tend to rebel against authority. I want to be my own boss. If you have that trait, then come on to the third one. I am positive, communicate well, and I enjoy working with people. Is that who you are? Then come on to the fourth one. I have a strong need to succeed financially and otherwise. Then come on to the fifth. I am not afraid to make mistakes and I'll learn from them. Friends, as we take off from this particular pedestal, we're going to take a short break. And when I come back, there will be questions. How do you know and how do I know I have what it takes? Don't go away. We'll be right back. Um... Just keep the dial on. We'll be right back. This is Navigate with ID. Welcome back, my dear friends. And just in case you're joining us, this is Navigate with ID, brought to you by MTN. Friends, yesterday and the last night, it's, um, did I really say Happy New Month? 
happy new month. Mm -hmm. And we're starting on a very serious note. And um, what I said to the other fellow listeners, um, effective from this month and next, and as we go on, we're going to be focusing on business because it's time to throw some light and people need to succeed. So if you're one of those that listens to this program, the format will change. I'll appear here twice in a month. Um, and the reason is we want to spend time, get your notepad and let's learn and then go do. And when you do and you have challenges, you ask questions, send us questions to contact at Navigate with ID when you start doing and we'll have a format and a place where I'll respond to all of them and take everyone on the right destination or to the right destination by the grace of God. So before we went on the break, we asked ourselves a question do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? And we went through some personality traits. I named, there were about five of them I talked about. So you need to pick and choose. Say, am I here? Am I there? Do I have it? If you do, then you may have what it takes. But let me throw another question into the party. How do I know I have what it takes? And this is really more for those that are in nine to five jobs. I was a nine to five man. I'm still a 9-to-5 man, but I'm my own man, meaning that I run my 9-to-5. Like yesterday, I just decided after a whole week with a client, going through their strategy sessions and working with the, from the directors and management, and they had their uh, kickoff session over the weekend, I decided to take Monday off. It's because I'm my own boss. And so my daughter came back. No, I had to go pick her at school. And she saw me at school and said, Dad, what are you doing here? And I said, I've come to pick you. She said, that's strange. And I said, very strange because in the last two months, hmm, have you been going to school? She said, no, so why is this strange? She said, okay, that's true, that's true, that's true. You need to see that tiny madam of mine. By the way, she'll be eight in, uh, in 18, 19 days or so, 21st of February. So she's already in the mood. It's my birthday, it's my birthday. Hmm. The things you get when you start... Uh, so young. Anyway, that's a sidekick, eh? just to give you a sense of what I'm saying. Now, I'm talking to those of you who are working, have nine to fives. Listen to me. Some of you are already doing some stuff. That does not make you an entrepreneur. How do you know you have what it takes? Before you quit your job and use your savings to start a business, you owe it to yourself to approach your entrepreneurial venture with some practicality. What do I mean? Speak to people in business already as they, as they will be able to give you a no-holds-bad account of what day-to-day -day life is like as an entrepreneur. Many of you just dive into the river. You dive into the river. Oh, they've just paid me my entitlement. Fium, into the river. Every river has its own unique current. Current as in C-U-R-R-E-N-T. If you dive into the river, even with the best of life vests, you may drown. Because the current of that river, if you've not tested or known it, it will sweep you and take you into an ocean. And before you know it, you'll be subsumed. You'll become Lucabrasi. If you don't understand what I mean by Lucabrasi, go watch The Godfather. When he said, and they came back and they said to the Tatalia family, Lucabrasi sleeps with the fishes, then you'll understand it if you watch The Godfather. Second question is, how much do you need? Or ask yourself, how much do I need? 
Starting a business depends on first knowing the numbers. People in the same or similar business are a good source of information. So you need to use your ingenuity to find out what it cost them to get started and where they got the funds to do so. Ask the average young man or woman on the streets or the older ones, even my age group. Tell them, oh, they'll tell you I have brilliant, they all have brilliant ideas. The next thing is that finance is my problem. Why don't you go to the ministry? They always talk about money, finance, or funding. But the truth is, do you have people in that line of business? Now, they may not tell you. But this is why you need to be tactful. And don't pester someone with questions. If it is clear that he or she doesn't want to disclose, then you have to apply tact. Wisdom is profitable to direct. Many of you, many of us lack wisdom. You pester someone. Oh boy, Alpha, because you've seen that person driving a Mercedes and he said that that's a business I did. Oh boy, I like this, your business. They produce cars. You don't even know. If that guy is, you know, I don't want to say it, <laughs> doing something else. So, apart from being an ideas person, what else do I need to be good at? These are nuggets I'm giving to you. Uh, this, these notes, I wish you could see them. They are handwritten. You can ask if she's seen the notes here. They are handwritten in my writing. Like Paul used to say to Timothy, I'm writing to you the same way Paul was transmitting letters to Titus and Timothy, the same way I'm transmitting that which I've, I carry and I, I've learned and I'm still reading. This is from my own business Bible, the book. It is this voluminous and I'm going to take a bit out of it and be able to feed. Hopefully, you'll be well fed and you'll come better than you were yesterday. So apart from being a great ideas person, many of you say, I'm an ideas person. I hear, yeah, you're so creative. How come the creator himself, you will not go back and ask what to do? So what else do you need to do or be good at? Number one, success in a new enterprise depends on dedication. That's what a lot of people lack. See as thou a man diligent in his ways. Dedication is not baby dedication, going to church and saying they'll dedicate the baby. No, because most times you see the father and the mother wear the same dress. But if you ask in terms of who pays all of the sacrifice in terms of overnight, 90% of the time the father is snoring. And some fathers give them some credit. It may swing. It might even be the father. That's if he has a lazy wife. Who has the mother there? And she is busy. Say, ah, mama, is he up or is she up? And when they bring the child for her to breastfeed, they say, oh, mama, I'm going to try to expel. Were you, are you an expellent? Story for another day. So dedication is key. And the consistent application of good business principles. There are very many of us that have imbibed wrong things. And that's why your businesses are not successful because the principles, you are on the wrong lane doing wrong things and bad things. You can start off. Listen, there's a way that seems right to a man. The end is destruction. If it's a, a dash, if you're supposed to go for a marathon and you take off like you're having a dash, before you make the 100, you make the 400 meter mark, you make 1,500, 
you'll fizzle out. A lot of businesses kick off with a dash, but they don't go beyond 100 meters. They don't even make a mile, which is 400. They can't even make a quarter of a mile. They don't even get to 800. And the next thing you see, the person saying, oh, but I don't drop that one at the tack. I'm a serial. They start giving themselves English. I'm a serial entrepreneur. You're a failure. Accept that you're a failure and you'll get it right. Number two, you must be good with money. Being good with money means you know how to create it, hold it, make money grow because money has legs. Money de waka. If you doubt it, put it in your pocket and enter Ushudi. When you come out, you'll be saying, hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, and put your hand again. Whether you'll be able to say, ha, you go, hold up. Money has legs. People can either help you spend it, it is called other people's money. You can either spend other people's money or they take your money. It becomes their money. But you must be well crafted. You must be good with money. You must be good with people. There is no way you can get results without people. Investors, suppliers, employees, whoever, if you are not good with people, be the best ideas person, then you are not going anywhere. A lot of you are very poor. Your businesses are going aground because you are poor, bad, terrible with people. You don't respect people. You think human beings are chattels to be abused, not to be respected. Your business can grow because there are, there's treasure in earthen vessels. Treat them like, like trash, they'll treat you like rash. You know, say, when you treat someone like trash, ingo commodity can't treat you like rash, crocro. Now, so you could describe nothing. You will not see anything positive about your business. You will see product complaints will go up. Customers will complain a lot more. It, kukuru, don't you for lower. The, if you have to say it in English. Hmm. The ant, the, the insect that is eating the leaf, is inside the leaf. A man's enemies are members of his household. Treat your household well. That's what it means. You must be a good promoter. You must be good to yourself. Many of us are not good to ourselves. We, we live in denial. We are, not, we are not honest to ourselves. We live in denial. Many entrepreneurs burn out before their businesses take hold. Do you know that it's important that you pace yourself and your business will grow? If it is that important to you, what does it mean to pace yourself? How do you start a business and you want to make your, your office? Um, I, just got a, I just got a space in, in Lekki, in Banana Island. Yeah. And then you have this golden seed, seed fund, seeding. I, I hear young people use English very well. Angel investor, okay. Tell me who is Lucifer. But you don't understand that there's something called the Frankenstein. There's a monster in it. That you are creating a monster that will eventually, just like it did to the prof, will take him out. A Frankenstein spirit. You're creating a monster. And one day you start saying, how did I get here? Ask me again. So, let me get to the space where how do I bring it to life? How can I make it happen, friends? Number one, you need to check that you have the right idea. A great idea may have may be there. There may be no competition in sight. You may have a good price. You may have a good environment. But you need to know your strengths and weaknesses as well as those of your competition. 
it is very rare for you just to come to a virgin land and just begin without anybody. But with adequate positioning, you'll make it happen. In the days to come, when I get into the marketing part of business, and I want to talk to you about business and talk to you about marketing, I'll make it so simple that even, you know, I don't know if you've heard of that joke of the professor and his driver. Even my, my driver uh, will do that. Once upon a time, a professor used to take his driver. You know, it's a driver that would take him to all of the places he has to give a lecture all the time. And then one, one good day, professor was very ill, extremely ill. And he had to make this appointment. And so his driver had to now wear the attire of the professor. And he sat at the back in the attire of the driver. And the driver delivered the professor's speech so well with every level of candor. And came to question time. And someone raised his hand and asked a very serious question that was so tough for the driver, who was now the professor. And he laughed. <laughs> he said, what a very simple question. Even my driver can answer. And they gave the mic to his driver, who himself was a real professor. Professor gave the answer. And tukwa, tukwa, tukwa. Everybody clapped. Friends, that's what it's about, positioning. Check that you have the right idea. Number two, develop a detailed, a detailed business plan. Having a well constructed, considered, and systematic plan allows you to recognize problems as they arise in time to be able to take corrective action. Your business plan should be a living document, flexible over time to adapt to changes in the marketplace and your industry. It must include sections on every facet of your business, whether you are a sole proprietor or a director of or a new manufacturing venture you must have a business plan number three you must learn to bankroll your idea what does it mean you need to take your ideas and the business plan to a variety of people starting with friends and close supporters you must be prepared for critical feedback and be flexible you must take the inevitable first few comments of no thanks as opportunities to fine-tune the next presentation. But many of you, when you hear no thanks, no, no, you run away. Let me give you one, one thing that I have done all the time. I'm sitting in front of someone. So, for example, I'm sitting next to Ifi and I'm presenting my case to Ifi. And what I'm hearing from Ifi is no, no. Now, Ifi is telling me no. If she writes the letters N-O... From our lens and from where she sits, what I'm not, what I'm seeing is not no. I am seeing O N from my side of the fence, meaning on, on, on. It tells me opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. So I'm noting it as an opportunity, not a no, not a neglect. So it's an opportunity to fine tune the next presentation, and you keep going. One of the hallmarks of an entrepreneur is the ability to regroup to rethink, and to reach a goal in another way. Triple R. Regroup, rethink, and reach a goal. If you can't regroup, if you can't rethink, and you, you will not reach your goal, you know what? You'll be sitting in space wondering what hit you. 
Now, for you to seek publicity for your business is a way not only to notify potential customers, but also to get the attention of possible investors. The more people who know about your idea, the better the chances that you will attract the right investor. Stop being afraid that someone will steal your idea. It was not yours in the first place. There's one idea. Idea full everywhere. Idea and idea. Ideas command resources. But you know what? Typically, like the days I used to, you know, I was, I was in marketing. I was, I was in marketing different times of my career. And working with my agencies then, my colleagues in the agency, I never one day, I wasn't that kind of client that would hold back information. If we have any research, I'll give it to my colleagues in the agency. Today, I tell you, most of my colleagues who have on the agency side are still my best, best of best friends. Why? Because I was not hoarding information. I'll tell them, guys, take. Some people tell you, ah, what if they take it to competition? I said, listen, when you have the architecture, you don't need to think about accessories. Because um, if you, you can't tell me, if I'm going to tell you how I'm going to run Bomvita or Coca-Cola, you cannot, if you, you don't have the original plan, forget it. The best you can do is go and buy in the market and there are three Bs. You either buy, borrow or build. But I'm telling you, if I'm the architect, think about God Almighty, the architect. You can't know more than the architect. So the best you can do is to buy accessories and that cannot get you there. So, be willing to share a portion of the company with the right partners. This is where a lot of you fail. But be wary of finance companies and investors who want full control or the lion's share of the proceeds. You could also think about entering into a joint venture with another company or position your company to attract startup funds from other sources. Number four, practice your networking. Being entrepreneurial doesn't mean being a lone ranger. Being successful often depends on your ability to network with potential customers, suppliers, new investors, and even those in government who control certain aspects of the business environment. Number five, you need to plan your marketing and PR. An integral part of your business plan is your marketing plan. How you intend to create the demand. Listen, folks, it's about demand creation and demand fulfillment. If you don't have it, you've lost it. So you must have a marketing plan, even if it's a service you're rendering. How you intend to create the demand for your product or service. Market research tells you the what and where of your opportunities. Market research is like coming into a dark room and putting on the light, switching on just putting on the switch. What it does, it illuminates, but it doesn't take decisions. The decision is yours. That's the person power. That's where the personal power comes in. But many of you don't do any research. You just walk out enter. Some of you just jump into the pool. It's like water baptism. You fly in like a, a dry sinner. You come out as a, you know, you dive in. Dry sinner, come out as a wet sinner. No impartation, nothing. The marketing plan outlines the steps by which we will find potential customers and ultimately acquisition comes to play. Number six, make sure you have the right financial and management support. Many of us fail here because we don't have the right support, either management or financially. Most entrepreneurs are better at ideas than at managing simple budget. 
business operations and even employees. Many of these young people are, I'm, 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 and they go on LinkedIn. I'll just look at, that's why, see, I have not updated my LinkedIn page in five, six years. What, why, why do I need to update it? Who they find me, go find me. Waiting I get, I get. But somebody updates LinkedIn page almost every week. What do you define? If the experience is not there, you can't give what you don't have. You cannot manage a simple budget. But you are great at ideas. Great. So get someone that will sit with you and manage the budget. You must anticipate that you'll need more capital than you figured at the start. And don't be lavish with spending beyond the company's means. There are a lot of young people and entrepreneurs and business people that have to dip their hands into the cookie jar and then the blaming government. But they do it in their own personal lives. You say, hey, bring her. Your personal account is the company account. The company account is your personal account. There's no difference. If you find yourself in a questionable position, make sure you have a network of trusted and experienced advisors to help you see the proper perspective and cover the things you are not naturally good at. Let me sound this as a note of, please, as a caveat. There are many of you that send messages to me. You want me to be on your board? You want me? Please, this is not about it. So don't, don't, if you want to follow me as I follow Christ, come through the social media angle. You send your messages like we're going to have our Sky D series. It's better for me. I don't want to be on your board. I don't want to be an advisor. No, no, no. Go and do what you are learning now. And when, if you have Roblox, come. I will tell you what to do or my other colleagues will tell you. Now, because of time, you know, I told you the format is changing. So I'm starting now. So you see, I'm not going to open the phone lines. I want you, if you're serious enough, you have taken notes, you will sit down and craft your challenge. You develop a statement of the problem you are facing, what you have done, and what you need and where you need help. That way I can support you. Not this one, you call in two minutes now and somebody will just say, eh, Mr. ID, eh, uh-uh. yesterday ended last night. Now it's serious business. This is now about setting the right priorities and making people great. You must Greatness must be your middle name. What are the common errors and mistakes that entrepreneurs do? Number one, setting up equal partnerships. I'm very, this is one I wrote yesterday and my body they shake. Entrepreneurs often share the startup responsibilities with their partner or partners. Sharing 50-50 or by thirds or quarters is a big mistake. I hope you heard me. When you share 50-50 or you share by thirds or quarters, 25-25-25, is a mighty, it's a big mistake. Anybody that advised you into that has put you into foolishness because conflicts will inevitably arise and you always need someone in a controlling position to make the final call or decision. So, choose or hire a CEO, someone with the experience and skills needed for success and give that person a greater decision-making authority and a bigger salary, even if by a small margin. Number two, common errors or mistakes, people having inadequate people and planning. Entrepreneurs must become strong managers when the company gets going. Many businesses fail because the people in charge don't have the managerial qualities or strength to cope with the challenges. Number three, relying too heavily on one or two customers. Rats will get one hole. You know, they live long. That is the pigeon version of this one. 
Having few customers makes your business vulnerable because it ties your future to the decisions of other organizations. If their business falters, it puts your hard work and dedication at risk. Having lots of customers, even though more of them, you know, you can see them as gigantic, is a lot healthier in the long run because you're in business for the long haul. Number four, causing cash flow troubles through insufficient funding. Cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. Mm, Cash is king, friends. That's a common error. Number five, failing to admit mistakes. A lot of people die here. They fail to admit mistakes, but they'll be pointing fingers. And I think leprosy should be catching some of them. When they point, the will turn back and the hand will corner. Failing to admit mistakes. When you fail, you live in denial, your business will die. Finally, a common error of mistake is underestimating the competition. Your competition won't stand still for long. Once you've demonstrated their weakness in the marketplace with your product or service, they'll come after you. When they come after you, you better be ready. So, friends, this is the nature of the groove we are in now. We're going to come in, we'll sit through, get your notepad, navigate with ID now. It's, about, it's a classroom, and you need to take notes. When you finish taking notes, you go to the marketplace and do. When you encounter any problem, you come back. When you come back, send an email to contact at Navigate with ID, stating the problem. There must be a problem statement. There must be a background. There must be an intro that gives me a context. There must be something about the contextual framework of what you've done and where you are failing and where necessary, where you now ask, this is where I need help. And put your contacts and then we'll begin to gather them. At the appropriate time, I will come in the course of the month twice and I'll tell you that day will be open mic and I'll answer those questions. We'll use one blue or one bullet to share to many because you've asked the right question. Beyond that, I'll set aside a Saturday. I'm looking at the appropriate one. We've been talking about Ask ID series. It will be 90 minutes with ID. I will take those questions that make sense and we will on social media, on YouTube, we'll connect all the connectables, Facebook, and we'll have this one and a half hours live where I'll take your questions because you must become great. You must be successful. We started the year by talking about key priority. You are a priority to you, to me, and to the community, and to the nation, Nigeria, and the world at large. If you don't set it, nobody will make it happen. So on this note, friends, um, if you want to follow me, my handles, Twitter, Instagram, send your comments, at I-D-Y-E-N-A-N-G. You can also tag at Lagos Talks 913. We'll pick it up and we'll take it from there. Go to the website navigatewithid.com or you send a message contact at navigatewithid.com. On this note, I will say thank you so much, Bossifi, my good friend in the studio. Yesterday and the last night, it's a new day and we are forged to make the best of 2021. Thank you. Wow.